I'm Lindsay Maloney, and this is the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. I built a six-figure coaching business while raising my three babies and working a nine-to-five, and I'm here to help you break free from the hustle mentality that's been holding you back from reaching your full potential so you can know your worth, step into your own power, and of course, book your dream clients. Welcome back to another episode of the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. We're visiting with Taylor Lee today, and we are chatting all about coaching, how to get clients, raising your prices, and all of the mindset things that all coaches go through. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Taylor Lee, thank you so much for being on the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. I am so excited to have you on today. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you. Yes. Uh, first, I would love if you would introduce yourself and tell everyone about what you do and who you serve. Yeah. So I am a business mentor and I work mostly with coaches, but with any type of online service provider. And I mean, really what I help my clients with is mastering their mindset and their marketing, specifically content like posts and emails and live streams and you know the things we're doing on social media to sign high end clients and also fill their programs, like whether it's a group program or a mastermind or a course, um, that's what we're working on. So most of my clients are either working on getting to six figures. I have some different programs for that. And then, you know, privately, most of those clients are working on getting to multiple six figures. So that's what I do. Amazing. How did you get started? So When I was in college, which was not that long ago, (laughs) um, I graduated in 2015 and I just stumbled across this video. It's it's kind of, it's such a dorky story, but I stumbled across this YouTube (laughs) video of like five ways to make money online. And one of them was freelancing. And I, this just shows you how not in this world I was like, I had never even heard of the word freelancing. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I'm like learning about what this is. And there was this site that this um, person making this video recommended. And I just, I tried everything in that video, but that's really what stuck. And I was able to start doing done for you, um, like social media services. Like my first job was so simple. It was just scheduling someone's social media posts, mm-hmm. you know? So I was like, oh yeah, I know how to do that. And then I just Googled how to use the program and just schedule their posts to go out super mm-hmm. easy. Um, And then from there, as I was, you know, doing all my classes and stuff like that, I started taking on more clients and just learning through my clients as I went. I feel really lucky for that experience. Um, And then by the time I was graduating, I was like, you know what? I just feel like there's so much more freedom and possibility in the online space. I had just discovered coaching like months before I graduated and my freelance business had really picked up. I mean, I was making a few thousand dollars a month, which as a college student is like, I I felt like I was like rolling in it at that Mm -hmm. time, (laughs) you know? And, um, yeah, I graduated. I didn't apply for any jobs and I just kept doing the freelance thing. And then later that year I dove into coaching and, you know, fast forward to now and here we are. I love that. I have a very similar, well, I graduated in 2004 from college. So this wasn't even a thing. And, but I started the same way freelancing and just like getting to know all of the little bits and pieces of business. And I don't know about you, but I discovered what I really loved by doing that. Did you have the same story? Oh yeah. And you know, there were so many great experiences that I had in freelancing because I learned a lot of skills and 
I mean, I, I've learned more since becoming a coach and growing my own business um, in this industry, but I learned so much about social media and webinars and funnels and marketing and ads. Like I was either self-taught or just had some amazing clients that taught me, but I also was able to learn things that I, you know, didn't like both in terms of like different types of um, marketing that I just wasn't into or services I did not like to do, but also even um, types of clients that I did. I love to work with and the types of clients I didn't love to work with. And that's like when I did move into coaching, that was why, because it just felt like a chance to now give back and teach what I had learned from all these people, but also um, really raise my standards and like the type of clients I wanted and the type of things I wanted to be talking about and um, just do all the work that I actually loved, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You take everything and you siphon through and filter. This is how I want my business to run and I'm going to help others do it. And what I love about you is when I first discovered you, I was amazed that there are so many coaches out there who go from working with clients to a group program, they X out the clients and they just are focused on that program. And Mm -hmm. I love that you do both and you have a, you have a very high ticket client um, package. And I love that because you're not some person who just has the mastermind, the five figure mastermind in the group program. You're still working one-on-one with people. So tell me why you decided to stay with that one-on-one and how you're not, I mean, your pricing has evolved. Where did you start Mm -hmm. and where are you now? So my first coaching package was $3,000 for four months. And I signed three clients into that in seven months, <laughs> which mm-hmm. seemed like it took forever. <laughs> um, and then I actually went to doing a shorter coaching program and just worked my price up from that. And then, um, jumped up to a five figure four month package. So that first four month package that was 3000 was literally the same exact four month package. That was 10,000. It was just my confidence that changed, mm-hmm. you know, and my confidence in what I could help clients with. And also my confidence was selling and selling started like selling was so awkward in the beginning and terrifying and just like, I'm sure it is for most. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but you know, I, I love working with clients one-on-one. I really like that intimate experience, but also something that I talk to my clients about a lot and that I, I think about all the time for myself is, just like how I like to buy. And that's where I base like the type of content I write, like what type of content do I like to consume? Okay. Why don't I just create more of that? How do I like to buy? Okay. Why don't I make my sales process like Mm -hmm. that? Um, and for me, this is the first time as I'm going through this, um, I have a newborn right now. So as I'm going through this phase, I'm not, I don't have a private coach right now, but other than that, since 2015, I've always had a one-on-one coach mm-hmm. and I love it. I love working with coaches one-on-one. Mm-hmm. I found the most value from that. Although I also love masterminds I've been in and courses, but I just love one-on-one. So it's, why would I not do it if I love it so much, you know, and I definitely see myself getting another one-on-one coach in the future, but that's, that's why I still have it. I enjoy being the one-on-one client. And I also really, really enjoy Mm -hmm. having those clients. And I think that's the thing is that, um, this just makes me think about something I believe in so much where people are looking and I did this for so long. And I, I think I slowed myself down for a couple of years looking for the right business model or the right strategy, you know, like mm-hmm. the easiest or the best or, you know, the secrets, you know, and there, it really doesn't exist. You know, if you love one-on-one coaching, you can have a really successful business doing that. You don't have to go to all courses or all group programs, but 
you could do all of the above, or you could just have a course. If you love teaching or you want to be really hands-off, like there's, you got to be really honest with yourself and it takes exploring, right? Just like we are talking about with the freelance thing. It took exploring and learning like, okay, I love clients that are like this and I really don't like clients that are like this Mm -hmm. (laughs) and adjusting as you go. So that's, that's where I'm at. And that's how I discovered that I don't see one-on-one going away in my business Mm -hmm. at all, if not for a very long time. I was advised once by a mentor last year, you need to do away with your one-on-one. You need to phase it out. And that just crushed me because I Mm -hmm. love one-on-one and I thrive on a one-on-one with a coach myself too. I I'm a very introverted person and I kind of just want the attention on me and I don't want to sit on a call and wait for my turn because that drives me crazy. Yeah. And so like you said, it's how do you want how do you want to be coached? Then have that in your business and you'll attract those same people. So I work with coaches who, and a lot of coaches listen to this obviously, because it's, you know, they want to learn how to book clients. And I know you get this all the time when you recommend a price for your coaches to start out with, or, you know, let's start out within the thousands in your packages, but they're so afraid to Uh make that four figure charging, uh, on their calls. They're afraid they're embarrassed. They don't think they're worth it. And then the fact that they have to increase their prices probably every quarter as they're working is terrifying. What is your advice to that coach who is having a really hard time even starting with a $3,000 package? Oh man. I mean, there's so many things I could say and you're so, I see this all the time. And I mean, I think the first thing is realizing like how valuable you are and your time is. And I know this is kind of like deep (laughs) for the topic, but I think private coaching needs to be higher ticket and there's nothing wrong with starting off with a lower price and working your way up, but Mm -hmm. it's so valuable because a that's time that you're never, you're never going to get back. Like you just started this business and you're shoot like you don't have to give your time now. Like you could just do courses or workshops or, or groups, whatever, um, and use your time in a more, um, I don't want to say valuable, but you know, give your yeah. time to more people without giving so much time. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're not going to get that time back. It's like, you're, I'm choosing to give those hours every week to this client versus, you know, to myself or to my family or whatever. So that's just so valuable. And realizing that I think is so important. Um, and the other thing is that, you know, we all like, no matter, some people want to have 10 private clients cause it's all they want to do. And some people mm-hmm. want to have like me right now, I just take on three. That's perfect for me. It feels good. Mm-hmm. I can still run my course. I still have plenty of time. Um, so I have a very limited amount of spots, but even if you were someone, I don't know anybody who takes on 20 clients, but even if you were that crazy <laughs> oh my gosh. on 20 clients, which is a lot of private clients, <laughs> it's still not really that many people that you can help. So it's a very limited resource is what I tell my clients, you know, one-on-one coaching is a very limited resource, which is why it, it calls for a higher price. And there's so many other ways for people to get that information. Like one-on-one is, um, just an option. You know, like I don't, I don't hire one-on-one coaches because I need to, or I have to, or it's the only way I could get that information. I just do it because I want to, and I enjoy it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think people are so afraid that if they don't, or if they charge too much, people, they're going to be leaving people out, or obviously mm-hmm. they're going to make no money or something like that. But the thing is, is you can also have lower ticket stuff and the high end, and then no one's missing out. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I do. And I always say you're going to attract what you put out there. And Mm -hmm. every time I raise my prices, 
I always get the same. Like it's always going to come back to you. If you put it out there with this positive energy and you know, I know I'm going to attract people. I know I'm going to fill my spots. Like I'll work with four clients at a time. And I always do no matter what, no matter where my prices are. And I think we all need to say that out loud when we, when we change our prices. I remember one time we had a, a group call and somebody asked, well, how should I change my prices? I said, just backspace the numbers and change it. It's not a big deal. <laughs> oh my gosh. I say that all the time. I love that. That's, oh my God. I say that all the time. I love it. <laughs> I even did a video once. This is how you change your prices. Oh my gosh. It's so true. And what you're saying is all about confidence. And here's the thing, like, you know, you were saying before the episode, just a little comment about how I did raise my prices recently. And it's, there's still a part of me that's like, okay, this is a new price and it was just lower. And you know, there's Mm -hmm. always a little bit of questioning, but it's our job to find the confidence that it's worth it and people are going to buy it and it can fill and it's going to be an amazing experience for you and the client. Um, and I just think, you know, how can we expect the buyer or the potential client to be confident in the offer when we're not even confident in the offer and it's our offer, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think that's like my, my biggest piece of advice for somebody doing this is, and I teach my clients, um, you know, everything needs to be locked in before you launch. That's how we, I word it, meaning you need to, that this is the price. Once you start talking about it, you don't keep questioning if you're going to change the price. Mm -hmm. And this is how many people you're taking on. And once you decide that you just don't Mm -hmm. question it anymore, all of that questioning holds you back from the income you could be making, but it also holds, um, people back from buying because there's just, how, how could somebody be confident in an offer that they're thinking of buying when the person selling the offer isn't even confident mm-hmm. in it, you know? Oh yeah. You put out that wishy-washy vibe and they're like, well, is this her first time ever talking about this? And I think I'm going to go with somebody else who sounds more solid because when we're wishy-washy, mm-hmm. we sound like this is our first day on the internet. Yeah. And people, you know, love, I mean, maybe not everybody, but when I've invested in coaches, I've been so excited. I've been scared, but I've been excited. And I see the same thing with my clients. Like, even though they're paying a lot of money, they're so excited mm-hmm. to get started, but they can't be excited if we're freaking out. <laughs> Don't believe in it. They're scared. <laughs> exactly. So you being excited creates that opportunity for them to be. And that's the thing is, um, stop thinking that by charging a lot, you're taking from people because there are people that are so excited to have a private coach and mm-hmm. get that level of support and be heard often for the first time. You know what I mean? Like yes. such an amazing experience. Um, especially when you're working with somebody making one of their first few investments, I feel like they're just so excited and it's like the first time they've ever been seen that way and believed in. And I know like my first coach, that's like an experience I'll never forget. It was the first time someone like really believed in my business. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And it was a scary amount of money. But when I told her I was scared, she was like, yeah, that's normal. No big deal. Like she wasn't scared. And I was like, oh, okay, this could be normal. And it was an amazing experience. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I remember my first few coaches, the biggest ones, uh, the investments, it was so, it felt so good to make the investment. Like I knew it was right. I wasn't, I woke up the next morning completely aligned with it. And I wasn't thinking I didn't have, I've never had buyer's remorse with a one-on-one coach. I've had it with some of the programs that I've been in, but not with a one-on-one coach ever. That's amazing. 
I think as a, as a coach, sometimes we can get carried away, or especially when you're just starting to have all of these different things because we're afraid of people not enrolling in our one-on-ones. And then we kind of get sidetracked into all these little things. So for me, I'll ask them like, what's your vision? Is this aligning with your vision or is this a distraction? Do you see that with your clients too? Yeah. Like when they start overcomplicating it, right. And Mm -hmm. bringing on all these new projects or, you know, that's when it's like, okay, we want to sign these clients. And then suddenly they're making a brand new freebie, which sometimes is great, but it's often not needed Mm -hmm. when they're doing it from a self-sabotage point of view, making a new freebie, rebranding, or something I see a lot is then it's like, oh, but I don't know if my title is right. (laughs) (laughs) Should I call myself a coach or should I call myself this? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Oh, we've all been guilty of it before. I feel like, and it's oh, just, yeah. I think that it's important to say, like, especially with signing one-on-one clients, it's not really that complicated. It's just, you know, deciding what your package is going to be. I always like to reverse engineer my packages and, um, what I'm going to be helping them with and the results and stuff based on, you know, who I'm really excited to work with and who's in my audience. That way I can feel like I really built this for that person, you know, not just for me to make money. And mm-hmm. then, you know, just speaking to that person over and over and over on social media. That's why I put such a focus on mindset, mostly mm-hmm. so we're not self-sabotaging and questioning and overcomplicating and content. Because if you can write some really good posts and emails, you can sign clients. You don't mm-hmm. really need all the other stuff. And I have funnels and webinars and launches and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but that came later, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think we get so distracted with because we're listening to so many people. I remember when I first started, I was listening to podcasts 24 seven and I had notebooks full of all these things. And I, okay, now today I need to do a webinar and then tomorrow I'm going to make a a program. And then there's all these beasts of things and I never got anything done because I was so distracted. And I think that's another reason when you have a coach, they keep you in line you know, you're, you're, you're not being told what to do, but you're saying, okay, you, you decided to work with me for this reason. And let's just rein you in a little bit. Cause sometimes we can venture out a, a tad. And I love that about one-on-one coaching, but you are a one-on-one coach and you also have a membership. So do you find that your membership also brings in one-on-one clients? Cause they get to kind of work with you a little bit. There is that a good warm up for them. Yes. And actually, so I've had a lot of different offers over the years, but right now what it looks like is I have my private coaching. I have a course that's more of a high-end course. It's like a thousand dollars. And then I have the membership, which is newer in my business. Um, And honestly, unless I'm missing maybe one person or something, but pretty much every single client I've had in the last two years all started with my course, this one course that I've put so much just love and focus into. And I think that's so interesting, you know, and you don't have to have a course to get private clients because I didn't used to. So I don't want to say this and then people be like, okay, now I need to make a course. Okay. (laughs) 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 However, it is something interesting that I've seen. Um, and I think it's interesting because again, back to that topic of how do you buy? And this is going to be different for everybody. Like, I don't know, you know, Lindsay, this might not be true for you or whoever's listening. This might be true or not true. But for me, for whatever reason, pretty much every coach I've hired 
it started with me buying a low cost thing, even though I never really do courses or low cost Mm -hmm. things, I'll always buy one. And then very quickly I'm in their inbox, like, Hey, I bought this thing from you, but I really feel like I want to work with you privately. What would that look like? You know, Mm -hmm. so how funny that that's how I often buy. And then that's how people are buying for me. So that's why I think it's so important to think like that. Like, how do I Mm -hmm. buy? So if that's true for the listener, then yeah, maybe having a membership or a course is a really great um, Mm -hmm. thing for you to have. But if that's not true for you, then it's probably not worth your time, you know? Right. Well, and and you're really paying attention to your your buyer's habits too, because you have coaches who might just be starting and you have coaches who are scaling. So it's like, you're giving them options. You're beginning, you're in the middle, or you're ready to go big. And you're, you're there for all of those phases in their business. And I love that. Um, because I have the same thing. I have a thousand dollar program and I have lots of clients that come through there, but my patterns are, I'll just go for the, I'll just go with the one-on-one. I don't want all the little things. I just want to work with you one-on-one. Just like, let's just do that instead. And you'll just go stalk them and find them. You're not, I'm not even on their list and I'll go and find them. And I, I love that because sometimes I'll have clients who aren't never been on my list. They just found me and there we go. And, exactly. and I think that also just kind of sets precedent. So you have to be investing in yourself as you're growing your business because we can't mm-hmm. justify charging more if we're not constantly educating and bringing ourselves up. Do you agree? Yeah, I totally agree. And I just think that's, that also, you know, when people are so scared about charging a lot, you know, whatever a lot means, some people think a lot is 500. Sometimes people think a lot is 50,000. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But, um, for me, honestly, the reason why, you know, charging 20 K or 25 K or whatever doesn't really freak me out is I've, I've paid multiple coaches that, you know, and, it was worth it to me. And I got a lot out of it. And I also enjoyed, even though there, there definitely was a level of like, is this right choice? Is a big investment, like a little Mm -hmm. bit of fear and and also trying to make the right decision. Um, it was exciting to make that investment. So when I'm charging that much, I'm not thinking like, Oh my God, am I a bad person? Am I selfish? Am I taking this from people? I'm thinking this is going to be so exciting for this person Mm -hmm. because I was so excited to invest it at that level you know, like we were saying before. So that's one reason I think it's so important. Um, but I also think, you know, as simple as this is, it's, it's, you know, how could you expect somebody to do something like that when you're not even willing to do something like that, you know, and for some people, sure, maybe they have the money. It's a little bit easier to invest, but than others. But the thing is, is, um, everybody, it's a big decision for everybody, no matter their financial situation. So I think sometimes people think they're the exception to that. Like, well, my financial situation is really bad, so I can't, <laughs> but I do want people to invest in me. Mm-hmm. It's yes. just something to look at, you know, don't make unaligned investments just because yes. you should have a coach if you want to be a coach. But if you really do have your eye on someone and you really do want a coach and you also want people to invest in you as a coach, it's probably going to be a really good worthwhile decision to make it happen and figure it out, even though it's going to be scary. And maybe you don't even see how it's possible right now, but open up. That's the thing. That's the yes. thing I really want to say is not, you need a coach and you, if you want people to invest in you, then you need to invest. But what I really want to say is be open to it, not mm-hmm. closed off. Cause there's a lot of people that do want to coach, but they're, they're, they're like, I can't, I don't have the money. There's no way. You know, mm-hmm. but if you open up, you, you may be surprised, you know, 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Being open for a teacher to step into your life and for clients, we have to be open for both. And yes. sometimes you know, our language closes us off. And it's, it's funny when we, we listen to people talk about their lack of things and the scarcity of things. And you're just shutting so many doors for so many good things to come in. And um, sometimes we're just our own worst enemy. And I think we're talking in that language because we're afraid of of what can actually happen to us, of all the good things that can come our way. It's scary to us if that's never been a thing for you. And it, it is a lot of mindset work. It's always mindset, always. And it's so important, usually on one-on-ones. It's not, they think it's going to be like, let's get into your website and let's do all these things. And it's really just, oh, let's see if we can crack you a little bit and get you to open up because this is what's going to help you grow your business in the long run. It's not about using this logo and this landing page. That's, you know, I'm, I'm filling a final spot in my one-on-one right now. And that's something I've been talking about a lot. And I have two really amazing clients right now. And the thing that I see with them and, and all of my clients, especially the ones that have done really well is we do talk strategy and I love strategy and we talk it on all the calls Mm-hmm. But I just find that it's act that's actually the easy part. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, here's how you can make your posts better. You know, mm-hmm. here's how you can make your pitches stronger. Here, oh yeah, here's a t- tip for your sales page or, you know, oh, here's how to decide the right price. That's like, so it takes a few minutes to mm-hmm. say and then it's done. But it, it really is the mindset stuff of like, okay, well, why didn't you write the post? Why didn't you show up? Mm-hmm. Why do you keep talking yourself out of that? Why are you continuing to question that price point? Like, and making those decisions. And, um, a lot of it is doing these things, even though there's still fear there, I find. Um, but it's so like, I, the way I see it is most of my private coaching calls are like 10, they're 45 minutes. So it's like 10, 15 minutes of strategy Mm -hmm. and then 30 minutes or so of the self-sabotage mindset type of stuff, because you can know all the strategy and information in the world and not be growing. And I like, I realized that very early on in my business where I was like, wait, I've, I literally worked on, you know, seven figure launches with clients, like running the ads, seeing the funnels. Like, it's like, I knew how to have a seven figure launch. So why can I not even sign a client, (laughs) you know? And I realized, wait, it's not that I don't know the strategy or what to do or how to write good copy. Like I know that better than a lot of people, you know? So what's the issue? Oh, it's self-sabotage. I'm telling myself I'm not good enough. I'm comparing myself. I'm getting distracted because I'm self-sabotaging and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. What are some of your self-sabotage things that you can catch right away? What are yours? You know, one thing that I don't want to admit, but is so true that still comes up for me and has always come up for me is caring what people think mm. and being good enough all the time. And that's when like, I teach content and people know me as, as the person that's always sharing content. And I, I create a lot of content and I'm good at it and all that stuff. But if I've gone three, four five days without posting, it's usually because I'm caring what people think. For example, like in this phase of life, it was like, I can't post if I have a newborn. People are going to think I'm not paying attention to her. I'm not being a good mom. Or mm. even when I was pregnant and I'm thinking, okay, what, what do I want to sound? It's like, wait, are people going to think it's weird that I'm eight months pregnant and I'm selling something like silly, mm-hmm. crazy stuff like that, that then, I mean, it's so easy to, to let weeks pass by in that stage of caring what people think, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, actually nobody cares <laughs> is the truth. and nobody's paying don't. attention. And if they are, they're probably inspired. Like the only people that really paid attention or said anything were the people who are like, 
you're freaking killing it. You're amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Isn't it funny how the things that we're self-conscious about, but when we're open about it, people are like, yes, I am right there with you. And I love that you do this. Thank you for sharing. And it inspires them to do more. And as we got it, we got to get over ourselves and thinking that we're some complicated thing, like just show up and you're good enough no matter what. And it does not matter what anyone else thinks ever. So true. And trust yourself because, you know, I've seen this another example where it's like, there's been times where, you know, I I teach high end, like selling high end Mm -hmm. um, private spots. Right. But I've also sold courses for $47, $97. Like I've done Mm -hmm. a lot of low end offers too, out of inspiration. And almost every time I get that hit of inspiration, I'm like, Oh God, what are people going to think? Are they going to think I'm desperate? Are they going to think that I've been, you know, preaching quote fingers, the the high end stuff, but now I'm not even doing it. Are they going to think I can't sell high end? And like those stupid thoughts, you know, of, of how I'm going to, um, appear to people. And then I do it and people are like, Oh my God, I've been wanting to launch something low end. It's so inspiring. Or now I can do, I didn't realize I could do both. And I'm like, well, of course you can do both, but here I was questioning it too. So trust, trust the, um, intuitive inspiration Mm -hmm. that you're getting, you know, and just go for it because Mm -hmm. that's going to be the right thing for you to do. And, um, it's also probably going to inspire people too, especially if you're in the business coaching space for sure. Absolutely. So important. Trust your intuition. It's the, it's going to be your best business partner, your best coach, your best mentor. Then, um, and know that you're always being taken care of. You're always being guided in the right direction. And sometimes we just have to just shut up and get out of our own head and just let things be the way they are. Oh my God. That's so true. Perfect way to say it. <laughs> Amazing. Well, this was such a fun conversation. Thank you so much for, you know, sharing all of the things with us. How can everyone find you? So the best places to find me are, I would love for people to find me on Instagram, which is at underscore the Taylor Lee. Um, and you can also find my podcast since you're probably on the podcast app right now, um, which is fully free with Taylor Lee. Amazing. We'll put all of those links in the show notes so everyone can easily find you. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. It was so nice to meet you and I loved chatting with you. Thank you. This was so fun. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. I am so grateful for you and I want to be sure you are a part of my free community. Go to dreamclientcommunity.com and join our free Facebook group. We have all kinds of cool things happening every single day, so don't miss out. Also, if you love downloading freebies, check out my freebie vault on my website by going to lindsaymaloney.com, selecting freebie vault, and there you can download all the things that will help you start and scale your coaching business. And if you're feeling extra generous, be sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss the next episode.